Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Something I for sure love having in my home is super clean countertops. And I love when it smells good too. So you can bring the vacation vibes to your home with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy with a refreshing scent that'll transform your space into a tropical island retreat and give you a powerful clean. No plane ticket required. Unleash your self-expression with the enchanting coconut fragrance of Clorox Sentiva. You can get yours at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. All right, what if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that is exactly what you're going to get. They can help you find work in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful, thing. Laugh a little more, thing. Tighten up your core, thing. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. Happy Thursday. Welcome to Four Things. And today I'm thrilled to be joined by Mallory Irvin. Mallory, hey. Hi. I'm so excited to be here, Amy. I just have taken such a liking to you in the past like year. When did I first meet you? Probably like through that event that we did together, the Home Street Home event. Yeah. And then I started following you and then I started listening to you and then we got to do the podcast together and I'm just such a fan. So it's, I'm really grateful to be here. Thank you for having me. Well, if you're not following Mallory on Instagram, you're missing out. She's at Mallory Irvin and she's founder of Living Fully Co and host of the Living Fully podcast. But we're here to mainly talk about a big baby you just gave birth to or you're you're in the process of because the pre-order for your book went up. The title is Living Fully, Dare to Step into Your Most Vibrant Life. And I'm looking forward to receiving my copy on February 8th of 2022. I I placed my pre-order. So just to summarize, the book is a a guide to living without holding back. Mm -hmm. And I think all of us desire that we want to be living our fullest life. So I'm going to have you share with us, which I know this is hard for you to do because (laughs) we're just going to stick with the four things theme. But I want you to share with us four things that, you know, you do in the book to encourage the readers to live their best life. It is hard for me to do, but you're right. Like I want them to buy the book and and read the whole story, but I'll just start with my story a little bit. You know, I grew up on a farm with 24 first cousins, Um, the oldest, like just this ideal, beautiful, fun childhood. I was a happy kid. I lived a really good and happy life. And my life started to change. I would say maybe high school, I started taking on perfectionistic tendencies. Like a lot of people I do, I think do that are the oldest child or especially the oldest of all these kids around him. 
So I became this big achiever. So I go through college, everything's pretty good. And then um, I started competing in the Miss America system, which was such a out there thing for me to do. I was not a pageant girl by any stretch of the imagination, but talent was a big portion of the score. And I knew that you got to be this really incredible figure in the state, speak to kids, do all this cool stuff. So I was like, let's do it. And as I started competing in that system, and then after doing some reality TV, I kind of started spiraling a little bit, thinking I had to top like one thing after another, after another. And I was young. I was in my young 20s and had early success. And you'll see in the book, but I had this spiral where I literally like almost lost my life to it, to all these good things, which is kind of a big point in the book too. Like these weren't things that people would typically think of to be things that would just knock you off your rocker, but they they did for me. So this whole journey of the book is kind of the lessons that I learned to find myself again. It was this big stripping down of all these things that I'd packed on, like letting go of my attachments, constantly like vowing not to return to this mediocre, like just getting by mentality. That, that one I'll start with actually. I think that so many people think that the absence of bad in their life is a qualifier for good. And it's, it's just not that I think is coasting. That's holding your breath. That's like not opening door number two because door number one is familiar. And I think that that keeps a lot of people stuck. And that's something that I wanted to write about. And it's something that I constantly still have to do today. Cause even when you've achieved some success or like you and I have, you still can slip back into cruise control. And I think that our natural default is living an easy life. Like you don't necessarily always want to take the harder road. So it's a constant choice every day, but I, um, you know, made that decision in this big red flag waving moment, but then I constantly have to make it day to day throughout my life. So that's a big piece of the book and a big piece of my everyday life still to this day. Yeah. If things are, are good, you may think that there doesn't need to be any sort of changes. And I've been both people, Amy. So like I've been the person that was rock bottom, like literally the candle is completely burned out. And a lot of times it's easy because other people notice they help you. People realize, oh gosh, we've got to help her out of this or to this or, you know, whatever fixing your life looks like in that situation. But if you're a person that wakes up in the morning and just thinks like, is this it? Like this, is this all there is? Like, this doesn't feel right. I'm feeling stressed all day. I feel like I'm not appreciated. I don't feel like I'm in the job or career or space that I'm supposed to be in. It's just like this little voice and this little feeling of things aren't quite right. And like I said, I've been both people and I'm here to tell you it was a massive life change the first time, but the second person is that's harder to change when things are fine. And when you feel like the boat's not rocking, that's the hardest time to pick up and change your life. But I wrote this whole book about living a full life and living a bigger life. I know this is so cliche and everybody hears it, but you only have one. So if you don't choose to pay attention to what's going on inside and you don't pay attention to that nudge that I know you hear. I know that if there's somebody that's listening to this podcast, you know it when you hear it, especially when you hear it for years and years. And a lot of people, I think, hear it for years and years, decades sometimes. You have to be the one to be like, I want to make a change. And sometimes it's hard because making a change is hard in so many different lights, but it's also hard because people on the outside don't see what's going on on the inside. So then you feel like you have to justify that change and stuff. But like I said, I, I wrote about this in the book because I feel like there are two different types of people. There are people where it's a glaring change that needs to be made. And then there are people that are like I am today in this day that whenever I feel like I'm coasting and things just, uh, they don't feel like they align with the life that I want to live. That is a really important time to be able to notice and make a change. It takes a lot of yeah self-awareness when things are fine and things are okay. And mm -hmm. there's not this desperation. I feel like yes. when you hit the rock bottom, like if you're on that side of things, which I have certainly been there in the last six, seven months mm -hmm. or so, but I was driven to a point. I mean, I was so desperate and like I didn't have a choice. But to, to your point of where you are, which I think is an important one to focus on, and I love that you're talking about it because so many people need to, to tap into that and be self-aware of like, okay, yes, what, what, what is my truth? Exactly. How can I get there? But when you don't have something driving you there, like that desperation, and I don't wish that upon anybody, mm -hmm. right? But it's almost like you do have a choice to still go there, even if you don't hit absolute rock bottom. Exactly. Like you are the driver. You are the catalyst. Yes. 
it's so much easier to just be like, everything's, you know, everything's okay. Everything's okay. Because what if I make this change and then things get worse than they are now? That's a huge fear to people. And you know, what's funny, I wrote this whole book and the writing process of a book, Lord, it takes the life out of you. It, well, some people I think enjoy it and they're just like, you know, blissful writing. It just comes from the gods, but it was hard for me. really a tough process. And so I wrote the whole book and there was this one chapter that I kept flip-flopping on at the very end. And I do believe like, like in my life with all these random things that I I did in my life, I really believe I ride the waves of life. And I, I believe that like, I don't always have a plan. I leave space and room. So there's this last chapter. So I'm trying to decide what am I going to write this last chapter on? So, you know, being that I have, like you have a large Instagram community with this question box, you can put in stories. I said, what do you feel like is the biggest blocker in your life to living fully? And one out of every three answers was fear. I'm afraid, fear, I'm afraid of fear, everything fear. And, you know, I stepped back and I thought about it because fear is a big thing in my life too still. And, you know, like once you have children, then you're like fearing for somebody else. It's like, it just never, it never stops. And so I said, okay, I'm going to write a chapter about fear. However, it's something that I haven't mastered yet. I really had to like dig deep on this chapter and, and really think about what fear looks like on a deeper level. And for me, I know that it's unrealistic to say, I am going to quiet the voice of fear. I'm going to overcome it. I am now enlightened and I'm fine. It's just not realistic for me. I want to live a big life, do big things. It comes with a lot of fear. So what I have to do, sometimes fear can get so loud and in the front of my mind that it's making every decision for me. So I quiet the voice of fear and I want to put it in the back of my mind. I'm still going to hear it, but I have to be able to drive the ship. And I think that so many people, they make decisions for so many important things in life out of fear. I I see young people all the time making decisions out of fear. They get married to somebody they know that they shouldn't be getting married to just because they're afraid because they want to have a family and they're turning 34. And there are realistic pieces of this fear, I understand. But people that are in a dead-end job that that they've hated for 12 years, they say, I'm really afraid to take the leap because like, what if I don't succeed in this next career? What if I just go flat broke? Like, what will I do? Fear of having a tough conversation maybe with a spouse or with a parent or with a friend because what if it's not received well? Or what if the relationship comes to an end? I mean, there are so many fears and we could sit and talk about fears all day, but Lord knows everybody knows a fear and they probably have one living in their head right now. But I wrote about in this chapter how I've learned to quiet the fear and put it in the right place so that a fear is not louder than your own thoughts. And so that you're driving the ship, going back to our driving the the ship mentality from a place that is you and not a place that is some just random voice of fear inside of your head. Honestly, that's usually not even a valid fear. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. You know, I, I hear a lot of people, especially like nowadays, like as our culture evolves and everything, and they say that the same parts of the brain and the body fire, just like they did way back in the day when people were afraid of like lions, you know, running for like actual fears to today when you're afraid that um, somebody's not going to like a post on Instagram or whatever your fear is that seems just so frivolous. But it's, it does the same thing to your body. And it lives in the same place in your head. And I know from experience, because I've made a lot of choices out of with fear driving the ship. And it's something that I, I had to add to the book because clearly it's something that's driving a lot of people's ships also still. Yeah, especially if it popped up one in three responses on the question. It was like 20,000 responses or something. So it was a big group of people. It's crazy. All right. So I've been saving on shopping this year by only buying new clothes when I've sold some clothes that I no longer wear. And what this has done is it's forced me to be super wise when I'm adding clothes back into my closet. I want to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. And that's where Quince comes into play. You can go see for yourself all the awesome stuff they have, especially for summer right now, like European linen dresses and blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, 14 karat gold jewelry, so much more. And if you're like me, you're like, hmm, This just seems too good to be true. Well, what Quince does is they partner directly with top factories and they cut out the cost of the middleman and they pass the savings on to us. So we are getting things for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. For example, I'm literally looking on their website right now at this open knit cover up maxi dress that'll be great for the summer, 100% organic cotton, and it's $49.90. 
it could retail for $148. So that's 66% savings. And with warm weather here, you need to check out Quince. All you got to do is go to quince.com slash Amy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash Amy. You're going to get free shipping. Again, 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash Amy. Ah, summer, the best time of the year. Usually it doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. I don't want to waste my time taking vitamins that aren't really going to do much for me. Like I want research. I want to know like, hey, this is actually doing something for my body. And Ritual knows this. That's why they conducted the research. They've done clinical trials on their Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin. The results... Well, it increased vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in just 12 weeks. And as a woman, I want healthy vitamin D levels and omega-3 levels. And all I got to do is take my Ritual Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin every morning. I take them on an empty stomach, but sometimes if I forget, I may take them in the afternoon. It's really up to you when you want to take them. There's nine key nutrients in two delayed release capsules. And what the delay release capsules does for us is it optimizes our body's absorption of these nutrients. It's gentle on the empty stomach. Like I said, I can take it first thing in the morning and I'm totally fine. And with a minty essence in every bottle, it actually makes taking your vitamins enjoyable. No more shady business. Ritual is essential for women. 18 plus is a multivitamin that you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash four things. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash four things for 25% off. All right, what if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free. Well, that's where Express Employment Professionals comes into play. And if you work with them, that's exactly what you're going to get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert that you can trust And they never charge a fee to help you with your job search. Just go to expresspros.com to find an office near you. Or you can even download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. So whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call. And one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today. I mean, just in sharing what comes to mind with me and, and fear and I would challenge other people to just evaluate how it pops up in their own life is like a, a lot of times back to like trying to figure out what your truth is. Oftentimes we get so sidetracked because we're so scared that if we make a certain decision for ourselves that somebody else is going to get upset by it or think it's a bad idea or judge us for it when really it's not really any of our business what they think about it, but we make it our business. And if they have somehow made it their business to really be impacted by a decision you knew you had to make for yourself, then, then you might need to assess that relationship or have a tough conversation. 
Yeah. And isn't it hard? I mean, it sounds coming from someone like you, like, I mean, it sounds just crazy. Like, oh my gosh, Amy's got that figured out. She doesn't worry, but we, we all do. Oh no, I sit in therapy and I, I told my therapist the other day that I just want her to make decisions for me. I feel you. I've said the same exact thing. Because then if she could just do it, then it's like, okay, she's already doing it. She's handling it. And I don't have to deal with anybody because she did it. But really, I shouldn't have to deal with anybody. If I'm making a decision for my life and trying to figure out my truth and what's going to be best for me so that I can live fully, which all this is easier said than done, but I'm just like a peek behind the curtain of like a a literal session that I had. Well, probably multiple sessions (laughs) where I begged her to not put it on me because I don't want that responsibility. And then she gets really deep and it goes back to like even my childhood of like not wanting to, you know, after my dad left when I was, you know, nine years old, then I was constantly trying to please him and I didn't want to ever like upset him. And so I was constantly looking for approval from people. And because if I, if they don't approve, they leave me, but I've, I've start small. Some of it is practice and just building that pathway in your brain of like making decisions, like set goals every day, like have a list, start practicing. But the more you strengthen that muscle, it's like working out. Yes. Then, okay, now I'm hijacking your whole thing. No, you're not though, because to what you just said and like living fully and what I write about too in the book is choosing that like again and again and again. But it's like, why are you choosing that? Because think of how much energy and space and noise in your head it's taking up, hemming and hawing over these little tiny decisions. If we can get to the bottom of that, Figure out like what it is that we need to do to get better at whatever it is, making decisions in this case, and then just choose it over and over and over. And when it's really easy to go back into the default, because yeah, it's really easy to just live in your head and all of this noise of like, oh, do I do this or do I do that? And actually, no, it's not easy, but it's a harder choice to make to make the healthy, I guess, for lack of a better word, decision. And it takes work, but it's constantly like choosing, like, I don't want to live that life where I'm just my head is hijacked and I'm thinking that all the time. My sister is the same as you and she really has trouble making decisions and she's working on that right now. And the amount of effort and energy that she spends listening to the noise in her head, it's, it's a shame. <laughs> yeah, it's, it is, it is exhausting. It takes so much of the power away from you that you could be spending towards like living a, a, a bigger life. And I'm definitely guilty as well. I go back and forth, like fear is a big thing for me. Like we were talking about a while ago. So I'll go back and forth in my head. And I wrote a chapter two called um, Ignore the Noise in the book too. So it's very, it's something that was at the forefront of my mind whenever I was writing the book, because a lot of noise lives in my head too. Like I'm sure it does with you when you have a lot of ideas. And then when you have bring children into the mix, and then when you have a career that there's really no limit, the sky's the limit, you can do a hundred thousand different things. It's really hard to not get caught up in the spin cycle of all of the noise. It's so loud in your head. So I had to find a way because I think that's what drove me to the the breaking point that I had that kind of was the catalyst to this change was a lot of noise and a lot of noise from what are other people going to think about the things that I do. So we just talked about that, but like that added a whole nother layer on top of me already being indecisive and going back and forth on what it is I want to do. So I think it's really important that you can quiet fear, like we just talked about, and that you can quiet that noise because in order to live fully, you have to be able to think through what living fully looks like to you. And you know what? Honestly, Amy, I don't think people stop living life at 100 miles an hour to even think about that. I think a lot of people think about it when they're 65 and they've got grandkids and they're like, well, shoot, I better start imparting some wisdom. But I have seen, I think in people our age and younger than us, you know, people are very open about therapy. People are very open about feelings and things that they stand for and believe in and and really, you know, becoming their best self. But I think a lot of it stops short at the mirror and like you'll read a book or you'll see an Instagram quote and you're like, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm I'm really going to do this this time. I think a lot of people just they don't have the tools maybe or they just get lazy or tired and they go back into that cruise control, just getting by mindset. I think it's just like gravity. It just like pulls you right back. So yeah. So living fully, like I was saying, sorry, I just got off track, but you have to think about what does a full life look like to you? And I think the way that we feel in certain situations and about certain things, that is a great place to start. If things don't feel right to you or things feel really right to you, 
You need to start writing those things down and figuring out what that looks like. And then reassessing. Think a full life to me two years ago looks way different than it does right now. It'll look way different, I'm sure, than it will in two years from now. But a lot of people don't even take the time to take a look at like what the heck is going on in their lives because they're just living. So you recommend writing things down? I do. I think that there are a lot of ways to do this. And I'm, I'm big into like vision boards and, and manifesting and things like that. I'm also very, I'm religious also though. So I, I think it can exist hand in hand. I write about that in the book. And I, I think if you're a visual person, a vision board is a great way to start. You start cutting out pictures and words of what you want your life to look like. But a lot of people don't even take the time. They're just caught up in the day-to-day and the, the motion. And um, you have to take an intentional pause to really think about that. And it's hard when your mind's moving 100 miles an hour, when you're moving 100 miles an hour, and every single person that lives in your household is moving 100 miles an hour, it's hard to take that second. So um, if you're a person that likes to write things down, I think a journal is a great place to start. Like, you know, you start journaling. And then I think if you look back at your journal entries, you can really start to see a pattern of the things that you want, that you, you don't like, that you aspire to. There are a lot of different ways to do it. And I talk about specifics of that in the book. But just to mention two in particular, I think those are two really easy ways. Or just like sitting with your thoughts quietly. (laughs) Trying to ignore the noise. (laughs) Trying with all your might. That's a hard thing to do, especially in the noisy, noisy world that we live in. I know. I mean, even if you're blessed to maybe, you know, depending on if you've got kids or family or roommates or a hectic, busy working life or whatever. But if you did get a few quiet moments on the back porch with tea or coffee, it's like, are you able to really sit there and hone in on whatever it is you need to be intentional about in that moment. What does my life look like right now? How do I feel in it? What do I want? Like, I just saw like the Instagram picture a couple of weeks ago that you posted. I think it was, you were on your back porch and like your cat, was your cat in it or something? You were talking about going to therapy and you were sitting on the back porch and because things had felt so heavy that what you just said just reminded me of that picture that I saw on your Instagram. But you know, those sweat pods, like the sweat house, you know, yeah. that you can mm-hmm. lay in. A sweat bed. If people are listening, they're like, what are they? You t- what is a sweat pod? It's uh, you just get in this thing and you sweat for 30 minutes. It's supposed to be good for you. So I do that. And uh, I get in the sweat pot and I can tell when I have got a level 10 noise in my head, my mind is just going and going and going and going and going. And then there are some days where I feel like I've been doing it right, where it's so much calmer in there. But that's a 30 minute segment where I don't have my phone on and I'm laying in there where I'm able to take that time. And so most, most days that's the only time that I have that I do that. So especially if you're a mom and you're listening to this, or if you're a person that has a really intense work schedule, it's really hard to find that time, but it's critical. I mean, that's the difference in a full life and just a regular, you know, just on cruise control kind of life, in my opinion. And it sounds simple, but it's critical. So many people, when the fear comes up, grab two bottles of wine and they, they can quiet it, but that is not acknowledging it. That is numbing it out completely, not thinking about it at all. And I'm not here saying drinking or not drinking, but people around me drink, whatever. I don't, but I used to. I think that you have to be really careful about the difference in quieting that noise and quieting that fear and intentionally putting it where it's supposed to go and numbing it out. And it's not just drugs and alcohol. It's everything. It's, it's shopping. It's talking about people. It's anything that like you can get that same hit from and distract yourself from what's really going on can do the same thing. Even numbing out and like, if you're working in a job that you don't like Monday to Friday, and then you're sitting on your couch for two and a half days watching Netflix over and over. Netflix isn't bad, like watch a Netflix show or two, whatever. But if you're just zoning out and numbing out, like to the fact that you hate what is going on in the reality of your life, you will never find a a full life because you're not facing it. You're just numbing it out completely. And I, I write about that much more eloquently in my book, but that's a very simple way to, to say it. And it's really important. You really have to check back in to your life, not numb it out completely, not ignore it and not just sit in it when it's just a, at a 10 decibel level. So, so loud. You have to be able to figure out how to put it in its place to where it doesn't control your in, entire life. Ah, summer, the best time of the year. Usually it doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. 
and vacation disappears quicker than ice cream melts. But what if summer doesn't have to come with a scorching price tag? What if there's another way? With IKEA, your plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Dreamy getaways can mean the perfect reading nook right outside your window, picnic in the shade, or taking your morning coffee to meet the morning sun. Really, any meal tastes better outside. Create that summer escape for family and friends and start planning a better, more affordable summer right now. You can be the host with the most and the least worries. This summer, make your doorstep the perfect vacation destination with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. All right, what if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free. Well, that's where Express Employment Professionals comes into play. And if you work with them, that's exactly what you're going to get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert that you can trust. And they never charge a fee to help you with your job search. Just go to expresspros.com to find an office near you. Or you can even download the Express Jobs app to get started with a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service. The team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. So whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call. And one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit expresspros.com today. All right, if you want to look cute and feel comfortable at the same time when you're, you know, at a festival or a concert because it's festival and concert season right now, it's got to be all about the boots. And Tacova's boots is where it's at. That is your stop before attending your next concert. I've loved my Tacovas. Anytime I wear them or I get a new pair, they feel comfortable on the first wear. I don't have to break them in. Tacovas has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. And all Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition, which is super cool. They've got timeless styles that are always on trend. And really, you just got to stop by your local Tacova store, try them on for yourself, and see what I'm talking about. You can have a complimentary drink while you're there, shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized, which I love. And they've got regular live music and events. There's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food, everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. So I've got the first thing, the getting by mentality. Second thing is fear. Third thing is ignoring the noise. Is there a fourth thing we want to touch on? There's like 10 other things. But you know what I'm going to talk about? Because I've really been exploring this one again in my life. It's funny because you write 
a book just like you. You have a podcast and you talk to, to your people and you bring these amazing people on and you talk about these great things, but you still are a normal person that has to figure out how to do those things in your everyday life. I'm still like, even though I wrote the book and I went through all of this and I truly feel that at a very young age, I, I was brought through a lot to where it, it really taught me some powerful lessons. So I'm really excited to share them in the book, but I constantly have to remind myself of those lessons. So I wrote a chapter in the book and it was just called Ordinary Joy. And I think that we live in a culture where a lot of people think that notoriety or wealth or fame, that that is where the joy lies. So I personally think, and anytime you've achieved any level of success in anything, like whether it be on a small scale like mine or or on a larger scale, you get a glimpse into the top of the mountain or whatever mountain it is that you're climbing. And I would get to the top of the mountain and it the view was the same <laughs> or like I would be happy for three seconds and man, it was an arduous journey getting up the mountain. And like I said, in the beginning of the podcast, I'd reach mountaintop, mountaintop, mountaintop. And then I think that's part of the, the realization that I'm not going to find it there. That kind of sent me on this a little bit of a, no, actually a lot of bit of a spiral. But I think that where the joy of life and the happiness and like life is lived in just the ordinary moments in the day to day. And I can be in the middle of one of my hero moments that it's just one of those big things, one of those huge like mountaintop moments. And I'm craving the ordinary. I love the big stuff too, but I absolutely love moments in my home. I love holidays. I love season changes. I want, I want so badly if land in Nashville would ever get cheap enough to where I can buy this family farm and recreate it. I want chickens and, you know, the way that I grew up, like all of these ordinary things. And I think that a lot of people confuse wealth and fame and notoriety, whether it be on Instagram or your country music singer with joy. And I just think that every single one of those people that you're looking at and being like, if I could just be them, they are all craving the things that you already have. And I believe that if people could realize that and could dispel that, that's noise, I think, in your head, out of your head, and just really check into those ordinary moments right in front of you, man, what a, a lot more room for living you'll have. And I think that it can make your life a lot easier if you're not trying to attain something that I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, it's not as shiny once you get there. So I wrote a whole chapter on that because I have realized that in my life as I've kind of taken this step back, you know, I was 24 or so whenever I did Miss America. And then two weeks later, I got cast for The Amazing Race. So we go on national TVs, on CBS on Sunday nights. As soon as that was done airing, I got cast for the next season of Amazing Race, the All-Stars. So I'm off racing again. And, and there was so much joy and so much excitement and fun in all of those really, really big things. But I feel the same exact joy in the everyday moments in my home. So if I could just impart one piece of wisdom to you from that mountaintop, if there's something that you're aspiring to that's out of reach or that you think is going to bring you joy that's super shiny and looks just like that is the thing that's going to bring you that feeling, I bet you it's already in your home and I bet you it's already in your relationships. And if you can just pare down your life a little bit and make that realization. It, it's a really powerful one. It's something that I practice a lot in my life now. It's not in the big, huge, extraordinary things. It's really in the ordinary. What does your gratitude practice look like? Some people do daily, some people do weekly, some people journal, some people are just, you know, speak it. Do you have a gratitude practice? You know, I get asked in interviews and stuff like that, like, what is your morning routine or what's your gratitude? And I am ever changing. So I'm always yeah. like reassessing my life and reapplying it. And right now I am, gosh, I'm so grateful for so much right now. Like this week has been full of just really great things. And I like how you just said, speak it, because I guess that's what I do. It's almost in a prayer form, like that I speak it all day long and I notice it in the moments. And the thing that I feel like I've gotten really good at in the last few years is speaking it in the middle of a hard moment or a challenging time. And I used to say this like through gritted teeth, like, thank you for what this is teaching me, because it always brings me somewhere that I needed to go. And I know that also sounds cliche, but it's, it is so unbelievably true in my own life that I, I have to say it. And I have this candle station in my house. So I'm Catholic and the Catholic church, they have like these candle things where you like candles for prayer intention. 
this story's in the book too. And I wanted one so bad, like 12 years ago. And my mom said, you can't have candles in your house like that. Like those only belong in the church. You have to go to church. And so she said, if you want one, you have to call the priest and literally like ask him if it was okay. <laughs> so here I am. I was like, I call him and I'm like, father, <laughs> you know, <laughs> my mom said, um, I had to ask you if this was okay before we look for it. And, you know, long story short, I got this candle station. So it's been in my home. And at the end of every day, I light these candles for prayer intentions for people. And lately, a lot of them have been like, thank you for what I cannot believe you gave this to me. Thank you so much. And there's this prayer that I, I have that's like above my little candle station. It's the prayer of Jabez. And it's about someone that wants more territory and they want the world expanded. And then you're praying for God's hand to be with you. Like once all these blessings come and I pray that prayer. So that's kind of my gratitude practice right now. But a lot of times I'll write them down. So if I'm in a big journal phase of life, I will write. I just say gratitude with like a colon and I write a list of things and it could be like the chili or the babysitter or the Kyle or like shepherd doing this. That's my son's name. Just random things. But I always have a gratitude practice. Well, right now I'm going to ask you specific things that you're thankful for. And I would love to hear a book that you're thankful for. Obviously we're going to do four things with theme and then a TV show you're thankful for an Instagram follow and then a food or drink. So we'll start with the book. Okay. Besides living fully. Oh, Lord. Yes, I'm thankful that thing's over. Like I said, I'm so excited for people to get it in their hands because I was climbing a mountain writing that book for two years, but I'm, I'm excited about it. It ended up good for it. So I exist as two people, Amy. So I'm really having trouble because I want to pick two books on opposite ends of the spectrum. Go for um, it. I, okay. I'm constantly craving this like slowing down and this just living life with less kind of vibe. So I love Erin Lochner's book, Chasing Slow. So she just had this big life. She wrote this big book. Then she got an HGTV show. And then she decides to like move out of California into like middle of nowhere, Indiana and chase this slow life. But she also writes in that book about how if you try and like do it perfectly, slowing your life down, like if you chase the slow life just as fast as you were chasing the fast one, how it can be just as bad. And so she has this really beautiful, balanced way of chasing a slower life. Love that. So the other one's called The Source, and it's by a neuroscientist that I'm friends with now. Her name's Tara Swart. And she was a neuroscientist, top of her class, a super intelligent woman, professor at MIT, became a psychiatrist, this incredibly, incredibly renowned, like just great person in the space of the brain. So she decides in the middle of the success that she's having in doing all the things that she was doing in, in the medical world with the brain, she says, you know what, this whole manifesting thing, this whole positive thought, this whole neuroplasticity, which is the brain's ability to change in lay terms, is a real thing. And I'm going to study it scientifically. So she leaves her medical practice to devote her time and attention to this. And her book, The Source, is basically, it takes all of that stuff out of the clouds of vision boards and manifesting and mantras and all that stuff. She puts it down on paper as science because she did the studies and she talks about how it actually works in the brain, how you can actually change the brain. And I think it's a really powerful book and it's a big piece of the puzzle when, you know, with all these things that we just talked about today, when you're trying to change your life and you feel like, oh, I've always been this way and I can't change it. And, and you try all the things that people say you can try to manifest good things in your life. But um, she talks about it in a very technical, scientific way, but it's very approachable and real. And that book is powerful. So The Source is what it's called. I'm going to check that one out for sure. What's uh, the TV show? Oh, Lord. I think I like 90 Day Fiance right now, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Do you watch that show? <laughs> no, but I know people that do. We've talked about it on the Bobby Bone show. And I'm like, do I need to start watching that? Oh, man. You probably don't have time because there, it's kind of like The Bachelor where it keeps getting longer and longer. And then they add another day of the week. And then you're like, I don't have five and a half hours to devote to this show. But there's something about it that is it's just funny. What about an Instagram follow? Okay, I'm going to say someone that we both know. I love Maddie Nelson's Instagram. 
Yeah. So we're friends with this, this girl named Maddie Nelson. She lives in Texas and she's just, you know, like, like us, she's, and she's got two kids and uh, a really sweet husband, but I, I just love Maddie. I just fell in love with Maddie. We just became friends over Instagram. I had her on the podcast and it's like one of my most listened to podcasts. People love her and I just love watching people. I think she's a person that enjoys the everyday of life. She's like me. She loves holidays and decorating and she's got young kids and, um, packing lunches and, and then she starts this big, huge business on the side. And so it's amazing to watch, uh, the business side of things as well, but she stays just the same. And, uh, I just really like her. She also, she's, she's just a good person. You can tell. And I think she's probably my favorite person to follow on Instagram. Yeah. Um, okay. So what about food or drink that you're thankful for? Um, so I can't even believe we haven't talked about that. We, I know we talked a lot about the book, which this is probably the first podcast that I've done like on the book. So I'm really glad that I got to do it with you. I started at the top with you, Amy. So I don't know about the top, but okay. (laughs) No, you are. This is, this was a really big deal to get to do this podcast, but so food. Okay. So I had you know two little boys. They're two and three now. And I gestational diabetes with, with both of them. So that's where you have diabetes just while you're pregnant went away. I started having these weird health things about, a year ago, and it sent me to a million doctors, a million blood tests. Come to find out, I got diagnosed as pre-diabetic and with this like autoimmune thing. This is just bizarre to me because they were like, you'll have a high chance of developing actual diabetes in your life. But, you know, you hear things like that, and especially as a young-ish person, you're just like, I'll be fine. And it was really bad. And I was like weeks away from having to start insulin. And I just said, I'm going to make a complete lifestyle change. So that was about uh, six months ago. And I'm completely off any kind of blood sugar medication. My blood sugar numbers are completely stable. And I felt better than I've ever felt in my life. But I did have to cut out sugar. And I love sugar, which is probably what ended me up in the diabetes chair in the first place. But there's this chocolate that I can eat called who, Hugh, I don't know how to say it. I think it's who because like human. Yeah, like, who. Okay. I think who, it's who. Who. Right? Who? H-U. Yeah. <laughs> However you I, say it. Oh, I love it too. So mm -hmm. what's your favorite flavor? I like the cashew butter one. Which one Mm. do you like? Oh, I love the, yeah, the, which I can't remember. It might be cashew and jelly, but there's one that's like a, like a peanut butter and jelly. I I wonder if I could eat the jelly. Oh, the jelly. Yeah, because I don't know. That one might be higher (laughs) on sugar. Oh, dang it. But I also love the sea salt, just dark chocolate sea salt. The salty chocolate one. I like that one too. And I like, there's like a quinoa crunch one that I really like, but I, I then got addicted to them and my blood sugar started going way up. And my nutritionist was like, so how many chocolates are you eating a day? And I would be like one, she would say one square or one bar. And I would be like one bar and a few squares extra. And she was like, halt. (laughs) So I had to, uh, adjust my who intake and I actually can't even buy it anymore because like, I liked it so much. And I have an addictive personality. So yeah, the who is no longer in my home, but it's definitely my favorite current food. Uh, And then you said drink too. Okay. So drink. um, I've had a lot of different favorite drinks at different points in my life, which you'll see what I'm talking about when you're reliving fully. But currently I cannot do without my Breville espresso machine. So in the morning I do one shot of espresso and then I use milk milk, which is like a cleaner almond milk Mm -hmm. and like one Truvia. It's a very simple thing, but that was another thing too. Like I stopped eating you know, any kind of preservative or anything. I just cleaned up my diet. Like it's almost like a whole 30, like a low sugar, low carb, whole 30. And I was the person that was going through the Dairy Queen drive-thru, getting a medium cookie dough blizzard with an extra shot of caramel, like at least once a week, you know, I ate whatever I wanted. So for me to make this huge change and be telling you that my favorite food and drink are a healthy type of chocolate and a coffee with a clean almond milk is really a change. I too love my Breville. And sometimes I'll make coffee like on Instagram and people ask me what kind of coffee maker I have. So I'll just second that I'm a Breville fan as well. And so it's especially, it's an investment, but if you're going to a coffee shop and buying coffee, but now you get to make it at home every day, it definitely will pay for itself over time. Uh And my sister, she owns a cute little coffee shop in Colorado. So I'm going to send you some Root House espresso beans because you will love them. 
They're I so would good. absolutely love that. I'm on the Starbucks blonde ones right now, and that would be amazing. I used to do sugar-free like syrup in my coffee, but now I can't even with the sugar-free stuff like I can't even do. But you know, those talking about those Breville machines, they go like 50% off at Williams-Sonoma all the time. That machine's close to $1,000, but they, it goes 50% off all the time. Like you, you just have to watch for the deal. Just have to watch for the deal. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. keep an eye out for the deal. And I want y'all to keep an eye out for Mallory's book because it's coming out in February, but you can pre-order it now. And I'm putting the pre-order link in the description of this episode so you can have an easy way to click on it there or just go to your search bar and type in Mallory Irvin, Living Fully, Dare to Step you. Into Your Most Vibrant Life, and boom, it will come up. I, I did that actually the other day when I was ordering it and I saw it like at Target and a bunch of different other links popped up. So Mallory said, I wrote this book to be your wake-up call, the thing that turns the lights on in your life and propels you to make real change once and for all. I want you to wake up and stay awake. I love that. And I'm so proud of you. And for more about you, people can just hit up MalloryIrvin.com. And that's E-R-V-I-N.com. And I just appreciate you coming on today. Oh, so I appreciate you more than you know for so many things lately and just the generous giving just person that you are and supporting other people. So thanks so much, Amy. And thank you for everybody that's listening. Um, I talk about a lot of different things and products and what I do, but like my book is just my baby. So for you to want to have a conversation about that, I just really appreciate that. So. Yeah, no, I'm thankful to have had you on. And now I want to come on Living Fully Podcast. You are coming on. You're in on my list oh, for wait, the next okay. season. Yes. I'm booked. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, you're booked, basically. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Awesome. Okay, well, then I will see you then. Okay. Thanks so okay. much, Amy. Thanks. Bye. Awesome. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.